Hello, my name is Neve, and you are welcome to the second episode of We Love Books, the show where we absolutely love kids' books, and we know you do too. We've got a jam-packed show featuring a fab story written for us by eight-year-old Maeve, a top writing tip from our in-house author extraordinaire, Dave Rudden, and a very special report from our own launch party in Kulak Library with author Juliette Saumond, illustrator Tarsila Cruz, and the wonderful kids of St. Joseph's National School in Kulak. But first, the girls of the Theresian School let us know why they like reading. I like reading because books make me happy. Because when I first tried reading a book and I really enjoyed it, so I thought whether well, I could start reading more books and more. I like reading because it's like going into another world. I like reading because it's like you're traveling around the world, but you're staying in one corner. I like reading because you can do it morning, evening, afternoon, anytime you want. Now on We Love Books, it's time for We Love Reviews. Today, 10-year-old Anna is reviewing a classic book for us. Classics were not written today or yesterday. They could be written decades ago, even centuries ago, technically. A good example of a classic book you might like to read could be Little Women by Louisa May Alcott or The Secret Garden by Frances Hodgson Burnett. Anna is going to tell us all about the book War Horse by Michael Morpurgo, which was published in the early 1980s. You may have heard of or even seen the play or the film, but the book is where it all started. Hi, my name is Anna and I am 10 years old. I read War Horse. It was a very good book. <laughs> well, it's from a horse's point of view of war. In some places it's sad, in some places it's funny. It's happy sometimes. And then a few of his friends die, so it's happy and sad. It's a Michael Mopurgo book, and I find lots of them really interesting, really well um, told, so I chose that one, and my friends were reading it, and it was really good. And do you think it's a good idea to read a classic book? Yeah, it is. It tells you a lot about war and how, just how it kind of worked in a way, and how people felt about it. It was very well told, really. What age group would you recommend the book for? Nine or 10 above, kind of, really can be confusing at places but it tells you a lot about the different sides really and the horse's point of view and from a human's perspective it's very good so as you know this is a pretty new podcast in fact this is only the second episode ever of we love books to send our little show out into the world, we had a launch party. We bought huge balloons. They were absolutely gigantic. We had posters and giant rolls of paper. Seriously, you should have seen the size of the paper. It was nuts and all kinds of other things. We brought them all to the wonderful, newly refurbished Kulak Library. The children's space is a really special place full of cushions and colour and, of course, the best kids' books ever. So it was the perfect space for us. We invited the children of third class in St. Joseph's National School, Kulak, to come along and play. And it was very quiet. I'm going to say a pink rabbit was walking to Nothing weird happened whatsoever. It's a little bit dodging massive balloons. <laughs> no one made a sound. Who found the Viking hunter? 
and nothing dangerous happened at all. So we'll win all of us together, or we'll just be doomed, okay? Hang on a sec. Doom and pink rabbits? This doesn't sound like a regular morning in the library. What actually happened was nearly 40 kids were running around on a treasure hunt. The leaders of the pack were illustrator Tarsila Cruz and writer Juliette Saumont. They've done lots of different work by themselves, but they combined their magical creative powers to write My Little Album of Dublin, an English-Irish word book. It's a celebration of our capital city and it's a really fun way to tour all around it without even leaving your house. And they use this book and its fantastic pictures as the basis for a scavenger hunt. My name is Tarsila Cruz and I'm a children's book illustrator. My name is Juliette Simond and I write kids books. This is our homage to the city of Dublin. So it's a picture book that Juliette and I brainstormed together uh, to kind of show people a little bit about the city that we love so much. The idea was to um, sort of remind people who live here how cool it is uh, and to um, tell people who don't live here that it's also a great place to be. So we've designed it as a picture book which is also a kind of a search and find that has search and find elements to it. And it's also bilingual, Irish and English, um, so it's all good all around. Today at the launch we got a chance to show uh, the children how a book is made. So a little bit of the ins and outs of what we do when we're not playing with the kids <laughs> uh, and then we did a poetry treasure hunt. We hid clues uh, around the library and uh, set the kids off on the hunt uh, and they went from picture to picture from flap to flap looking for clues answering questions and when they came back to us we invited them to combine the elements they had found around the room to continue a big collective story uh, which they then illustrated and we got some pretty pretty crazy stuff that came out of that it was great fun what kind of stuff did the kids come up with Ooh, some lovely things we had a few evil ducks featured especially the one with uh, magic dust on that wouldn't come off so he was looking for a pool to get it off mm. we had mm. a few zombies as well battling True. eyeballs and um, we had a giraffe that loved cake and crisps and the peacock Oh, and peacocks. We had lots of peacocks. and uh, Especially the one who wanted to play goalie for Barcelona. We are very inspired by this peacock. What was your favourite thing about the launch today? Ooh, the madness. The organised madness. That the kids got so much into everything. Uh, we threw stuff at them that wasn't necessarily obvious, but they just embraced it, ran with it, and came out the other side with completely bonkers IDs, and that was brilliant. First of all, Tarsila and Juliet showed us how a book is made with a colourful presentation that got everybody interested. So we are here, Tarsila and myself, to talk to you a little bit about a book that we did together and to tell you a little bit about that book happened and became a book. But the main thing that we are here to do is indeed to play a game. Uh, and to do that, there's going to be no computers involved except your own brains. So I hope everybody brought one. Yeah? yeah? No. Yeah, no? Sure. Okay, well, if you, if you didn't, you'll have to share with someone, so find a brain buddy. Once everyone was sure that they had a brain, or at least a brain buddy with them, we learned how to make a picture book. How do you guys think that maybe a book starts? Uh, you think of what it would be based on? Okay, so we, we made a choice that we wanted to make a book about Dublin. We really love it here. And so you're right, we picked the topic first. So then what happened next? You had to brainstorm the ideas Ooh. with a book. We did. Very good. good. A good word to use. Yes. You have to think of the blurb. 
Ooh, we have experts in the room. The <laughs> we, did. we did. Not at the beginning, though, but early enough. Yeah. You have to think of a title. Yes, yes. And we had a few titles before we settled on our final title. So that's how it started, with a chat and then putting down our IDs on paper slash screen. We found out all about how pictures get planned and drawn. And we learned about thumbnails. Spoiler alert, we're not talking about the things on your hands. The thumbnails are really small, simple little pencil sketches that illustrators get their ideas into and that helps them figure out what the overall book is going to look like. Then it got even more exciting. Then it looked fabulous. Look at the amazing pictures I drew. Aren't they really great? Yeah! <laughs> okay, so these are called thumbnails. And the idea for a thumbnail, it's called thumbnail because it is about the size of a thumb, so you can't really do lots of details in it. Then, it looks like this. Mm. And we started to get a little bit more detailed because we decided where the items were going to go, where the images were going to go. She's a good drawer. I know, she's good. Oh, thank you. Tarsilla is a really good drawer and she says her secret is not a secret at all. It's practice, practice, practice. Okay, enough talk. Let's get to the treasure. We're going to be building something out of words, all of us together. Words and pictures. There actually is no winning and especially there is no losing. Yes. So we'll win all of us together or we'll just be doomed. Doomed? I don't know if this is what I signed up for. Here are the rules. To recap, we're doing a treasure slash scavenger hunt. Okay? Here are the pencils to write your answers. And here are the roadmaps. They're all a little bit different. Uh, it's going to take you to the same places but in a slightly different order so that there isn't a massive stampede through the library. It works like this. So you're going to visit each of the four big boards that are around the library. You're going to come back with a sheet filled with four answers. And then you come back to us on the massive roll of paper over there. All right. And we'll tell you what to do with your words and with the massive roll of paper when we get to that point. Let the stampede begin. The kids of St. Joseph's got moving and hunting. First, the author showed us how like, she drew the pictures. And then we did a treasure hunt. You had uh, questions, like while it said, there been a robbery at the G GPO, who do you talk to, find this person and, and lift the flap, and then you put the flap up and it will ask the question. We uh, looked around for some pictures, found the answers, got the question, and then we uh, written down on the white mat and then we coloured our picture up. It was really fun. What is the colour of your Shoes your shoes and the person standing beside you, write them down. Pink. Black. Pink. I found one and two. It says one says pick an action and for my action I chose running and I chose the vampire ducky because it says it's Halloween and you could choose like a mummy, a zombie and a vampire ducky I think. We found Run and shoe, whatever that means. And we found the beach and the pool for a refreshing swim. What do you call a Turn traditional music. drum? What do you call traditional Irish drum? So you've got to go and find a, bongo, a drum. A bongo, bongo. What about a baron? A baron. Baron. What job would you like to do when you grow up? 
astronaut, hairdresser, archaeologist, write it down. I'd like to be a goalie. I'm training to be a footballer in St. Kevin's, so I'm, I, I want to be a footballer, definitely. Can I just say one thing? Hi, ma'am. <laughs> I'm going to answer. Reindeer and red. Fine. And the identical twins. Oh, I know this one. <laughs> so you need to find two towers and a seaside picture. I've done my drawing as well, coloured it in. I did like a scavenger hunt and uh, a big drawing on a big piece of paper. And now I'm going to read a book. Uh, well, we and Heaven put our books. I'm reading about like picture plants and like Venus flytraps. I thought it was brilliant. You had to find stuff for like what's your favourite colour and where do you want to go. Everyone has to draw a picture of what they wanted to do. Once we had all of our answers, we then went over to the gigantic piece of paper that was taped to the ground so that we could write and draw them all out. We have this huge roll of paper that we've laid out for them so there's room for everybody to write and draw something. They've collected words around the library and they're combining them in any way they like to make a sentence that's going to continue on the big story that we're writing together. The story starts on a wet Monday morning at the launch of the We Love Books podcast uh, in Kulak Library. I went looking for treasure and this is what I found. And I think it's going to look pretty amazing once they move off the paper. <laughs> I'm drawing a peacock race. I'm drawing a zombie riding an eyeball and a lizard fighting a zombie hunter. I'm mostly going to draw them inside a huge cloud that's a pirate raining on a pirate ship. This is me I bought. I don't care really about drawing anything from the book, so I just like drawing stuff like that and other stuff. So here we have the kids writing down the treasures they have found through our treasure hunt. Ooh, I've seen lots of different ideas. I've seen snails riding cheetahs, ice cream trucks. I've seen Juliet around. I've seen an evil duck. There are lots of goalies for Barcelona's. Uh, there's a pink rabbit uh, walking around New York. So I'd say people should be aware of that. You know, if uh, people in New York City are listening, watch out for that. What a fab day at Kulak Library. That was absolutely fantastic. It was completely nuts, just a little bit weird and very, very wonderful. And what an amazing way to launch our new podcast into the world. Now on We Love Books, it's time for a top writing tip from our own in-house author extraordinaire, Mr. Dave Rudden. Hi, I'm Dave Rudden, author of Knights of the Borrowed Dark. This is your two-minute tip on being original. Start the clock. So you've got an idea. You think it's cool. You think other people will think it's cool. So job done, right? Congratulations, you are now a famous author. J.K. Rowling is outside and she wants to go for pizza. Unfortunately... That's not exactly how it works. Having an idea is only ever step one. A bit like deciding to eat pizza, now that I think of it. The next step is deciding what kind of idea you're having. Last episode, we talked about writing what you like. I love books about kids getting magic, so that's what I decided I wanted to write. Unfortunately, you'll be shocked to learn, that idea has been done. From Harry Potter to the Hulk, writers have been giving characters powers for a long time. And this is something important for you guys to know. You are not the first person to eat pizza. 
No idea is 100% original, and that's fine. Deciding you want to write a Kids Get Magic book, that's like, uh, the base. It's what you layer on top of it that matters. I'm really getting mileage out of this pizza analogy. Anyway, you pick your base idea. Kid gets magic. Boy can talk to horses. Girl enters karate championship. And then you start asking questions. What is the magic? Who taught the boy to ride horses? What's the girl's good luck ritual before a fight? Answering these questions makes your story original. In my novel, Knights of the Borrowed Dark, I knew I couldn't just send my main character to learn magic at a school because Harry Potter. I knew there'd be no Greek gods because Percy Jackson. I made my monsters twisted shapeshifters. I made my 13-year-old hero an expert in horror movies. And I made my magic turn you to iron the more you use it because I knew those details would make that base idea stand out and be its own thing. In short... Writing's like pizza. It's all about the toppings. All right, 10 seconds left. Here's your challenge. Take the kids got magic idea and think of one original twist, one weird detail that makes that old idea new. See you next time. Dave out. Here on We Love Books, we love to finish every episode with a fantastic story written by you. Today, eight-year-old Maeve tells us about two girls and an art competition. The Holiday by Maeve McGrath. Once a girl called Zoe was going to her granny's house for the summer holidays. She had long ginger hair down to her waist. She had bright blue eyes. She had a necklace and a blue bracelet. She had a sister called Ellen. Ellen had very short blonde hair to the bottom of her neck. She had bright greenish, brownish, bluish sort of eyes and a pink bracelet with the charm of an owl. She wore her hair in a plait, same as Zoe sometimes, but when they were packing their suitcases, they heard Mum shout, Ellen, Zoe, hurry up. So the two girls ran downstairs and jumped into the car. They were really excited. Their granny was an artist, but the two girls were not allowed to do art at home, so it was a big treat. The two girls love art. It was a three-hour journey. When they got there, their granny's dog, Fifi, was jumping up and down, licking them as greetings. Their granny gave them a big hug, and the two girls started to paint straight away. Ellen painted a girl, Zoe painted a boat, and Granny painted a cat. But as soon as she finished, her Granny told her about an art competition that Zoe and Ellen should enter. They said yes, but their mothers did not agree so much, so they had to insist. After a long time, their mothers finally said, fine, so the girls went to the canvas shop and bought two big canvases. It was a long time before they picked the perfect one, but her sister had insisted that they bought new paints. When they got back, they started. Ellen painted a boat on the sea and Zoe painted a cat. They were just about to go to sleep when Gran called, Ellen, Zoe, 
your pictures have been entered. The two girls were overjoyed, so they did not get much sleep. The next day, they went to the presentation place to see the winner be crowned, and there was an art festival. So while they were waiting for the competition to start, they went to the throw paint at the target board and the brush the doll's teeth with paint. So they had some fun and then listened as the judges explained that Ellen won because she drew the background and everything. So Ellen won and when they got home, their mother was painting what looks like a um, hillside with a cow jumping over the moon. The two girls asked their mum. Their mum explained that she used to be an artist and how her painting was stolen and that she said one day she would find or redo a painting just as good. The end. Well, that's it from this episode of We Love Books. I'm Neve McManus, and I'd like to thank you for listening. I'd also like to thank the fantastic people who helped this podcast come together, especially the sound lads, Bren Russell and Stephen Daly, and, of course, all the wonderful kids who read, wrote and reviewed for us, and the adults who made all of that possible. Big, big thanks to everyone at Coolock Library who let us use their amazing space for our launch. They were so fantastic and so helpful, and it really is a very special place. You should check it out. If you want to get in touch, our email is welovebooks at rte.ie, and make sure you get the permission of a parent or guardian first. I'll be back with a brand new episode this time next week, and until then, happy reading. Happy reading.